my new friend Don invited me to a party and introduced me to a friend of his called Courtney. She was about my age, an attractive girl with long sandy hair and deep brown eyes. She was smart and cynical and pretty funny to be around until she'd had about two or three pints of vodka. She lived in the city also. She had her own car and a place up on Central Park West. She was into photography and cooking. She was an independent operator. She didn't need some guy to take care of her. I couldn't even take care of myself. We were perfect for each other. It became obvious pretty quickly that she was an alcoholic just like me. She informed me nonchalantly that she'd been to rehab 12 times already. We had another drink and rolled another joint and had a good laugh about it all. We were never going to quit drinking again. We were sure of it. We'd just be careful. We were old hands at this game. We could do this thing with our eyes closed, and we did. We sputtered and sparked like two wet mosquitoes on a heat lamp for about another month and a half before we decided we should really quit drinking for a while. We made a pact that neither of us would drink again without the other. I had given my body a terrible beating over the summer. I was becoming fearful that this was how it would all end, with me broke and drunk in Hell's Kitchen, drinking myself to death with the rehab queen. I thought about death constantly. My liver was swollen and bruised. My brain felt like a piece of Swiss cheese. My thoughts ran like mice through the holes. We were going to nurse each other back to sanity. We would keep each other sober. And we did, for a couple of months. At the weekends we went for drives to the country and visited old graveyards and abandoned mental institutions. She took pictures and I started talking about writing again. Courtney took me shopping for fresh vegetables and whole grain breads I knew nothing about. She cooked and we ate elaborate meals in the afternoons like real normal people. We took walks through Central Park as the leaves began to turn and the evenings cooled, slipping into the rusty corrosion of a long, hot New York summer. I was beginning to feel hopeful again. Maybe I could finally turn this thing around. I came home from work one evening and she was on my bed swilling cheap vodka out of a half-pint plastic bottle. She was plastered. I was surprised. The sight of her disgusted me. Even on my worst binge, I would never buy cheap vodka in a plastic bottle. The very thought of it repulsed me. She was barely coherent. Somehow, I couldn't help but feel responsible for this mess. That this was my doing. That I had created this. That this was her way of saying, I know you don't really love me. I was a coward. She was right. I didn't love her. I want you to go, I said. This is over. I want you to leave. I had never witnessed a real alcoholic on a slip before, someone I cared about. The scene horrified me. I couldn't identify myself with it at all. She became belligerent. The person before me bore no resemblance to the girl I had said goodbye to that very morning. I wanted her out of my sight. She went into a fit of melodrama insisting that she take anything of hers that she'd brought over to my place. A few books, a pair of pants, some shoes. I got a small cardboard box for her and helped her pack. It took over an hour to get her out of the apartment. I watched her through the window as she hailed a taxi out on Ninth Avenue. Two days later she was back. Within a week, her mother had come to town to take Courtney off to rehab number 13. Between us, we helped her down the stairs and into the back seat of her mother's truck outside of my apartment building. We hugged goodbye. It wasn't yet noon, and already she was too drunk for tears. 
I was relieved to see her go. It had been a rough seven days. Her mother put her hand on my shoulder and told me that I should seriously consider getting some help for myself. Then I stood there and watched them drive away, disappearing into the thicket of midtown traffic. As soon as I was sure they were out of sight, I strolled up 9th Avenue and went into McCoy's bar and ordered myself a beer. I was done with women for good.